Do you understand the words that are coming out of my mouth? Welcome to the Raise Your Game Show, a podcast that unpacks and dissects the strategies and principles of high performance in sports and business. Here's your host, Alan Stein Jr. Get ready to sprint the floor for this fast break, a power-packed, quick-hitting transition episode that adds additional flavor to a previous show. In basketball, your team's ability to transition on both offense and defense are often a major distinction between winning and losing. The same is true in business, and at the risk of sounding cliche, in life. I hope you enjoy running this fast break with me, and it helps you raise your game. In Season 2, Episode 5, David DeWolf and I discuss my signature story of participating in the grueling Hell on the Hill event and the lesson I learned, which is why living present is a major key to high performance. We shared personal insight on how and why this directly applies to leadership. On this fast break, let's listen to a variety of clips that add more color and context and expand on the concept of living present. In both sports and business, everyone talks about mental toughness, but very few people actually define what it is. I personally believe that mental toughness is the ability to live present. It is the ability to stay focused on, or refocused to, the most important thing at that very moment, regardless of environment, situation, or circumstances. It's the ability to eliminate all distractions and hone in on whatever needs and demands your attention. This quick soundbite from my longtime friend and colleague, Graham Betchart, the person who first taught me the concept of playing present and living present, shares the goal that each of us should have in everything we do to maximize our performance and happiness. Listen to this clip. So the very first thing we work on is, hey, our goal is simply to be present in the moment and trust your skills. That's the goal, period. That's it. And then once we do that, you're going to lose your focus all the time. The question becomes, how fast can I get it back? A major pillar of living present is being able to move to the next play. While Graham uses the analogy of missing a shot, or in this example, multiple shots in this next clip, this mindset and perspective directly applies to everything we do in life, at home, at work, or on the court. This clip illustrates a mental construct that is incredibly basic in theory, but incredibly challenging to live by. You guys ever had that experience where you're like, man, I missed my friend, I'm going to have a tough day. You ever had that experience before? Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan could care less what just happened on the last two shots. The only thing they're focused on is the shot right in front of them. Right in front of them. If Kobe Bryant was, and Michael Jordan were working on avoiding missing shots, if their goal was to not miss shots, they would never be as successful as they are. Kobe Bryant and Michael Jordan missed their first two shots, they're on to that next shot. Their focus goes on to the third shot where a lot of people's focus stays with the shots they just missed. Does that make sense? So it's important to really understand that everything we do is, is about not avoiding failure. That's not going to be our energy is avoiding failure. Everything we do is going to be going right towards it. Anyone can go 0 for 5. you got to be really good to go 0 for 10. You're a pro if you can go 0 for 15. Because if you can go over 15, all that means is you're not dwelling on the past. You are so locked into the moment at hand. And after the game, the press is going to go, you played terrible today. You say, you know what, the shots just didn't go in. If I could control shots going in and out, 
Wouldn't I have made every single shot I've ever taken my entire life? Most people focus on results and outcomes, and we have no control over results and outcomes. That's why if you miss your first two shots, a lot of guys go, that's, that's terrible. Where if you were focused on your process, you go, hey, that looked good, felt good, my next shot is good. Another way of saying live present is to use the acronym WIN, W-I-N, what's important now. If you consistently ask and answer that question multiple times a day, you will condition yourself to focus on the present moment. Listen to Hall of Fame football coach Lou Holtz expand on this framework in this clip. The philosophy of what's important now, that's always something that you've gone by. Could you explain that and explain the role, uh, how that's played for you? Well, so many people have a wish list. I wish this had happened. I wish that would happen. I think you have to focus on what you want to accomplish in life. And if you ask yourself 25 times a day, what's important now in order to have that result? And as I would say to the players, we want to win a championship. Ask yourself 25 times a day, what's important now? Wake up in the morning, what's important now? Get out of bed. Oh, I never thought of that. What's important now? Eat breakfast. You need your strength. I want to be a champion. What's important now? Go to class. Sit in the front row. Take good down. You're in the weight room. You want to win a championship. What's important now? Get stronger. Not because somebody's looking at you. Not somebody's going to applaud you, give you an award. And when you're at practice, what's important now to get better, no matter how tired you are? And when you're out Saturday night and there's booze and drugs and sex and heroin, you want to win a championship, what's important now? You better avoid that situation. So when you ask yourself what's important now to evaluate the past, focus on the future, tell you what you have to do in the present. At the core of living present is being where your feet are. Listen to Alabama football coach Nick Saban explain in this clip. You can't be a good competitor if you can't overcome adversity. So you have to have perseverance. And you gotta be where your feet are, guys. You listen to what I'm saying. Uh, you guys are gonna make a mistake and I'm gonna see you get frustrated and it's gonna affect the next play that you play because you're gonna be frustrated and disappointed. That's not being where your feet are. The last play that you played is history. The only thing it's good for is learning something. Just because it's becoming an overused and cliche term doesn't take away from its relevance. Part of living present is learning to trust, respect, and appreciate the process. This clip is the audio from a two-minute YouTube video I found called The Process. Success is like a quiet daily set of tasks. Real, real small. It's like that quiet walk to the gym. Some empty ass gym late at night. Over and over and over. Or as I sit there studying other great people and then comparing it with what I'm doing and looking at it. Over and over and over. Doing 20 minutes of quiet meditation a day. Over and over and over. Making the choice to eat foods that enhance my brain neurotransmitters. Over and over and over. It's a very quiet process where you're just drawing your state from within yourself, doing these like simple little tasks, but finding love in those simple little tasks. It's not this big rah-rah speech where you do this one thing and something big happens. When we look at the leading sales professionals of the world, when we look at the best business people, we say she's gifted, she's smarter than me, she just somehow knows more than me. She's got a better education. She had an easier background. She got lucky. You've heard the cliche because it's true. The harder I work, the luckier I get. 
I'm an ordinary person, but I focused on my craft. I had a burning desire to be excellent. I love what I do. Sharing in my books and speaking is my oxygen, it's my DNA. Four in the morning I get up and I'm working on my craft because I love it. I love it. The process is just as important as the actual prize because the process is going to make you the deeper the process, the greater the reward. A real man in the dark, when nobody's watching, he putting in work. Because he loves the process. Everybody wants to be a champion, but nobody's willing to put in the work that it takes to be a champion. Everybody wants to hold up the trophy and say, man, I did it, but nobody's willing to put in the work that it takes to do it. I love the process. I love the thought of working for what I want. And I firmly believe you're never supposed to wish for it more than you're willing to work for it. The nine to five person, they make a sale and they're excited. When you get to my level and you get one thing, you try to get to the next level, then you try to get to the next level, then you try to get to the next level. A true hunter hunts. A true hunter's goal is not the prize. A true hunter's goal is to hunt. That's what they live for. Because real lions like to hunt. They love the process just as much as they love the prize. I understand it is in the process that you get better. It's in the process that don't nobody know your name and five years later, you're one of the best in the world. Why? The process. I don't get up at three o'clock in the morning because I'm broke. Then why do you get up at three o'clock in the morning? Because I ain't finished yet. I hope these clips offered more context into why living present may be the single most important mindset and skill set you can develop. Please take the wisdom shared and translate it and more importantly apply it directly to your work as it will most certainly help you raise your game. Score the field goal, he'll go to the line! When a player gets fouled and scores the bucket on a fast break, they give their team a huge injection of motivation. I hope this quick clip does the same for you. See folks, I want you to know almost everybody in America almost does enough to win. They almost get there, they almost are over the hump, they almost have it going, they almost in everything they do, almost is a way of life to almost everybody in America, but the winners do it. What do they do? They do whatever it takes to get the job done. They do it, and do it, and do it, and do it, and do it, until the job gets done. Thanks so much for listening. Don't forget to check out our next episode when Kyla O'Connell and I unwrap my signature story of meeting Stephen Curry for the first time and why setting high standards is vital to high performance. Do you know of an organization or team that would benefit from one of my keynotes, interactive workshops, or full day trainings? Similar to the customized programs I've done with Starbucks, American Express, Pepsi, and the Penn State football team. If so, please visit allensteinjr.com to explore options. Well, that's it for this fast break. I hope it helped you raise your game.